0: Willow Creek Springs presents Healthy Living with your host, Joe Grumbine. Well, hello and welcome back to the Healthy Living podcast brought to you by Willow Creek Springs. I'm Joe Grumbine and I'm your host and today we have a brand new special guest and I'm so excited. We have Rose Chastain with us. Now, I have known Rose for, I don't know, I spent six or seven years now, I think. I don't know, I lost track. But Rose and I have worked together uh, in the healthy living environment, in business. We've gone fishing together. We've both been to each other's homes. We've spent time together, and we share a lot in common. And I'm so glad that you could finally join us here on this, and I suspect we'll probably be sharing many episodes. Welcome, Rose Chastain. How are you doing today?
1: Hi, Joe. Thank you so much. Thanks for the very warm welcome. I forgot about all the fishing. I'm, yeah. I'm like, it's fishing time.
0: <laughs> exactly. It's probably time again.
1: We haven't been uh-huh. long enough. Crab season's opening. All right. Well, I'm a
0: crab. It works <laughs> out good.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast.
0: Oh, it's 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 a treat. You know, uh, if you've had a chance to listen to any of these episodes, you can see what a wide range of guests we have but it's really all about this healthy living community. And I, yeah. I try not to be too single-minded. As you know me, I'm not very single-minded at all about anything, <laughs> so why, why would this be any different? So this community, eclectic community of all these different people that have this one thing in common. Um, and man, you've just got such a wealth of uh, experience to, sh- to share with us. What brings you here?
1: Well, I there was, there's a couple of things about your mission in this podcast in particular that inspire me and had me want to be a guest, which was I've been a business consultant now for about 15 years of of own my own business doing that, and I've been in the personal development industry for about 25 years, and one of my strong beliefs in life is that when people's survival is handled they have the opportunity or potential to be more healthy and vital absolutely and so for me I, I tell people that i i'm a business consultant because i believe in world peace through commerce yeah, <laughs> and, i like it and and i believe that if people who have been formally marginalized or don't have access to the information if they had access to running successful thriving businesses they felt proud of themselves they felt attractive they then could have the potential of being more healthy. You know, people who are, um, I met this gentleman the other day on Halloween and he's trick-or-treating with his daughter. His daughter's gorgeous, adorable little thing, right? But they went from one end of of our area to the other, which is probably five miles. This child is maybe six, maybe six years old, you know? And So half the time- Yeah, exactly. But also half the time dad's carrying her, right? And every house he handed out his business card ah. and he's a landscaper. And I was like, that's brilliant way to that hustle. Is you know?
0: brilliant.
1: But I thought, you know, he's, he's cold. I don't know if they, what, did they have dinner? Did they have a good dinner? Right. What does he know about, you know, health and balance, let alone things like CBD and herbs and natural healing. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the opportunity to dive into those because right. he's handling his survival. So um, that for me, I believe that, Um, business and sales in particular is a key aspect of being healthy
0: I couldn't agree more I talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs all the time and it's (laughs) really that same concept is is you know I think we all have this creative incredible being inside of us that most of the time gets left in a little box because there's no time because you gotta you gotta eat and you gotta pay your bills and you gotta Deal with your screaming yeah. kid and you gotta and, and and all those things. And the 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 thing that's probably the most incredible that could bring you the most joy and others the most joy and and who knows what else is stuck in that box because
1: yeah. it's not able. Right. Right. Innovation, creation, even entrepreneurship is definitely like a privileged right. experience.
0: Or okay. you can just be crazy enough to think you can make it. Right. You can hustle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So for me, and then, and then right now, currently I'm focused on in my, in my consulting, I'm focused on women business owners. And my belief behind that is that um, historically, and I'm talking like back to caveman days, women tend to include and to create tribes, to create communities. And I have a strong belief that if more women had access to, the support, empowerment, education, training on what it would take to be a successful businesswoman, that would include more people. It would be it's less likely, I believe. Now, I know I'm generalizing, So, but it's less likely that a woman who is juggling her her child and her community and her sisters and her family and her business and all of these things, they're less likely to drive by um dogs being abused or homeless people or anything like that where people need support and a leg up without doing something about it they're more likely to do something about it and i have
0: i have a wife who is (laughs) also an entrepreneur and she'll stop and help every dog and every person and everything that needs help Yeah, nature i i I couldn't it's just in the nature
1: And it's, it's sort of that duality, I believe between men and women and how they operate and how they, and how they do business. Like men are such extraordinary providers, like natural born providers, they're going to make it happen. They're going to produce the result. And, um, that singular focus and that drive makes such a difference. It's so, so extraordinary and inspiring. And I'm a a believer that we can find somewhere where there's a balance and, including maybe men could relax a little bit. You
0: <laughs> <know>? <laughs> maybe lay off all that drive for a moment.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's for me my my strength and you know when when I met you and we started working in the CBD and skincare business and natural product business and started that business one of my strong beliefs is I I read this statistic and and granted that was back you know before Prop 64 passed and, uh, you know, it was all underground and all that. But but there was a statistic, two statistics. One was that women were the the largest percentage of uh, cannabis business owners were women. And I don't remember the exact number of it. But the other thing that I read was that it had the cannabis businesses had the lowest barrier for entry you don't need to buy thousands of dollars worth of products in order to start making money. You can buy 10 and then sell it for 20. You know, there was just an easier access point. So I'm always looking for what is the easiest access point to deliver the most for people.
0: Mm -hmm. That's a simple formula for success. You know, when you're consulting and dealing with people, a lot of times, you know, your 25 years of experience you got to distill that down to a couple of drops that somebody who has no experience can get the most from without being overwhelmed Uh because people get overwhelmed pretty easily. I know I've I've overwhelmed a million of them and Uh to be able to, to take that experience and, and, and distill it into just a couple of these key points, like, you know, tools for success, like, yeah, it's simple really. I mean, you know, from, from a point of view that says, well, the things that work, we just do them. And the things that don't work, <laughs> we do less of them. I mean, it's, it kind of boils down to that, but then to recognize them and to recognize, you know, in a situation where you took the time to look at some stats and to look at uh, demographics and to recognize that pattern in there that maybe I certainly didn't, I didn't know that mm-hmm. about that. And, and uh, I just knew that for me, it was more instinctual um i did the thing i like doing and it 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 just happened to work out until it didn't and then it did, and then it didn't and you know it's just like everything else but like you said starting a restaurant or starting a sock custom sock company or (laughs) or a gardening business or whatever the amount of work you have to put in to get something back out is substantially more i think than something like this model
1: yeah. Well, it's not. It, uh, yes. Yes, I agree. Especially like you're saying gardening or a restaurant, there's tangible assets and, and investments that require something But I found. Um, if you don't mind me going on a little soapbox for a minute, but I. Oh, please. Absolutely.
0: Okay. That's what this is all about.
1: <laughs> so so I, I found that there's this uh, trim tab or access point, you know, a, a trim tab. I believe I'm saying this correctly in a, in a large ship, there's a trim tab and it's this little, flap and it turns an entire ship around you know and um we have those too in our lives and especially in business we have these trim tabs so i i've discovered that there's this trim tab which is the viewpoint or the filter at which you're looking at how to have your business be successful it's what do you view what is the rose colored glasses you're looking through at your business when you go how do i be successful We all have these filters, you know, like, oh, if I just had good staff, if I just had good reps, if I just had good, um, if the location, if I didn't have the other day, I was at a restaurant and they told us they stopped selling carrot cake because there was a bakery down the street. And so it wasn't worth it. And I was like, they don't, the bakery doesn't even sell carrot cake. You know, like, that's not the source of your lack of carrot cake sales, you know? No. So it's the, this trim tab is the the view. And if you could see the view you're looking through, which is hard, it's like when you put on a pair of sunglasses, the filter, the yellow or the red, it disappears. It just right. looks like life, right? Well, it's the same thing for business. And it's the same thing for, for growing your business and being successful. So the number one thing for a successful business is sales. If you want to have a successful business, you have to have sales. Sales look like it looks like all kinds of things. So, you know, you're you, depending on who your consumers is or your customers is. But either way, there has to be revenue generated somewhere. And usually that's from the sale, sale of a service or sale of a product. So that leads you to the most important thing is how do you view sales? And I think sales is one of the sexiest things out there. Mm. And
0: I you're, believe you're right. You're completely right. I'll let you keep going. I don't want to derail <laughs> you, but I just got a little thing I'll say at the end of it because you're right. Okay. Okay. Hold on.
1: So in sales, it's, it is like a courtship. There is a, I have this thing, and look at my thing. My thing is really beautiful and shiny and pretty. It's the best thing out there. And then they go, Well, you know, the guy down the street, he has a thing too. You know, and you go, Yeah, but my thing is bigger than his thing. You know, like. <laughs> And then what happens is the person goes, oh, okay, I choose your thing. I choose your thing and in exchange. I'm going to give you these things, right? So it's an one, it's an exchange of energy. It's an acknowledgement of desire and receipt. It's a fulfillment of an intention. It also changes the reality. It literally changes reality. So before there was a purchase or there was a sale, you're just two people with things. Right. right. One thing's called money, one thing's called products or services, right? So these two <laughs> things come together. <laughs> After that, you're now a customer and a provider.
0: You have a relationship now.
1: You have a relationship now. Yeah. And there's something to tend to, there's something to, to nurture, there's something to, if to you're right. honor. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it is. That essentially, when you boil down, to boil it down, all businesses are from that, come from that. But then you get to something like, you know, from where I live, I use pg That's my electric company. You know, there's no exchange. I mean, there's an exchange of service. I don't have a relationship with them.
0: No, not a good one anyways.
1: <laughs> not a good one, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, I have a bad relationship. I have an abusive relationship. Exactly. <laughs> right? it tends to be a little one-sided. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so that that relationship if i had a choice i would leave that relationship. I agree. So it's it's a matter of returning i believe that if more people were comfortable and and had this viewpoint about sales we could return commerce to something as intimate as i like your things here's my things.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it.
1: And and then we both grow and we become somebody different. And something else is possible. Otherwise, it's it is um, manipulation and well, stealing live our focus. We in this world else.
0: today of so many scammers and so many. Where where you know the idea of sales has become so scandalous in so many ways that you know yeah. what you're talking about reminds me of you know the the. Zig Ziglar and the Napoleon Hill model of, I'm just going to yeah. help you solve your problem. And we're both going yeah. to, I love it. That's what I do. But yeah. then you got all these, you know, scammers out there going, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do that for you. Cheaper, cheaper, yeah. cheaper. And then they come in and steal your identity. And so you've got this level of skepticism in the market now that is unprecedented. Yes. What What do you, I mean, how do you break through something like that?
1: Well, I'm going to tell you my own personal experience uh, because I had I have a specific example today. Um, I have a course that starts November 13th. It's a woman's boot camp, a business boot camp. And there's 10 women and we spend 10 weeks together and it's this really intimate, juicy experience and we all learn and grow our businesses together. So there's a woman who has for almost a year told me she wants to participate in this boot camp, and so this is the third one I've done and you know she's she's saying she wants to do it right and then every time we go to talk about it and commit to it something happens and something comes up and like that and so today uh two things happened simultaneously and it was funny it was I was getting out of the shower and my phone was on the counter it starts dinging away you know and I got two different things happening at the same time so one was a gym which I'll tell you about. And the other one was this woman. And so she's saying, I have so much happening. I'm a little overwhelmed. It's a little too much. And I said, but you know, but I but I want to talk to you, you're on my list. And I for a moment, I was like, Oh, my God, she's going to flake again, you know, like, it'll be the sixth boot camp by the time she actually. And then so that was the first thought that I had. And then I went, that's not that's not consistent that's hypocritical of me to view her that way given what i'm preaching right? right so i said well what's happening are you okay she goes i'm so overwhelmed and she one of the things that this woman does is she leads peace talks to uh, between jewish and palestinians in israel Whoa. and she goes on these trips and facilitates these conversations on both sides of the strip and and So she is right now just completely in mourning because there's friends and people she's worked with who are missing and she doesn't know what, what to do and how to handle it. And all that she needs is love. That's all she needs. And so I said, well, I'm here for you. If you need anything, we don't have to talk about any business. I'll just listen to you and love you, you know, if you need anything.
0: Right.
1: And now it's in her court. And I was able to let go of my attachment to her registering, you know, to that revenue. And I believe at some point it'll be, the story will be, Rose talked to me for two years. <laughs> you know, I don't know what it'll be. And she supported me every, every way around, along the way. So now I'm her customer for life. Right. Right. And, and that's that takes courage and I have to deal with myself because I want that sale. I really want that revenue, Yeah, you know?
0: Well, and- especially once you've invested a certain amount of time, like we have these filters that say, well, I'm going to give you this much time for free, but after that, we better do some business together. Yeah. And she's already crossed over that threshold. And now it's like, it becomes almost a personal challenge, you know?
1: Yeah. So I'm either here of service. I am either going to be of service, period. Not conditional on whether or not you buy from me. Right. <laughs> or, or I'm full of shit. One, right. one of the, two. you know, sorry for swearing. Yeah, no, it's
0: okay. It's a podcast. We can say whatever we want. Okay.
1: <laughs> so then, so that happened. And then simultaneously this gym and this gym, I've been contemplating joining. In fact, I have an intention to join it. And, you know, I love it. I love the work that they do. And, and, for the last month, it's been one thing after another has happened. And I'm like, I'm not going to pay for a gym and I'm not going to go. Like, you know, I just, I'm clear, I'm not going, so I don't pay for it. Yeah. And I am so grateful that they keep following up with me.
0: Yeah.
1: Because if they didn't, it would just be like another thing that passes by. Whereas when I was, when I was working out with them, I felt so strong and proud of myself. And I really do want to do that. You you have a
0: memory of that locked in, yeah to a feeling and now it's just a matter of taking your priority rudder or trim tab yeah. and saying well this is important enough we I- got to we got to shift 2 degrees to the left and we're going to yeah. we'll hit there
1: yeah but it's like i'm i'm sure it might be un- uncomfortable for them to keep following up on with me but it's, I'm so grateful that they are because I will end up joining that gym because they keep following up with me. And I don't know that it'll be now because I have some other things I'm dealing with, but you know, maybe it'll be in two weeks.
0: Exactly. But really what they're doing is just being good salespeople. You know, I mean, the rule of sales is make them tell you no, And, and then, you know, do what you can to make them tell you yes after that. But the point is until they say go away, or unsubscribed, and if you're not following uh-huh. up, that's on you as a salesperson. I, and I think that's where most people lose it. You know, they get uncomfortable. And you know, you and I both know that healthy living seldom happens inside your comfort zone. Like most of the good stuff is happening right outside where it starts to get a little sore. <laughs> yes,
1: absolutely. Absolutely. So
0: I, I, I'm I'm very excited to hear about this um in this boot camp because and that fits right into, you know, the whole concept of the healthy living community, which this podcast is a part of, yeah. and, you know, a, a, a boot camp is, is really creating a network, which is another word for a community. And if you think about that healthiest place in your life, it's a place where you have everything you need, not because you're providing everything you need, but because you provide the part you want to, and you're connected to all the other parts. <laughs> And that's your yeah. network, right? Yes. And so yeah. you need a thing. Oh, I know a guy. And the guy goes and gets your thing, or somebody comes to you and they need a thing. You're like, well, I don't have it, but I know this guy down the road. <laughs> the healthier your network is, yeah. the more you can just say yes. And And each time you do that, there's this connection. There's this little shot of dopamine you get, this little shot of, Of oxytocin you get that says, oh, we just had a little relationship moment. Oh, I feel good. Oh, I just did something good. That's a good boy. I mean, but we get those things by networking. It happens on its own. And you're increasing and improving your quality of life, which by itself, just those things alone help you be healthier. Yes. And it's that's you've just uncovered the, you know, one of the one of the secrets. You know, you talk about the secret. This is another
1: one. Well, I'm gonna tell you one other a, a story. And I know I'm like I said, I have so much to say in this arena. Yeah, yeah. we'll
0: probably end up having to go to another episode before <laughs> we're done here because we're running a little short on time already. But go ahead, and jump into your cake. Okay.
1: So there was a study that was done in some village, and and I believe it was in West Africa. I'm not certain about that. But essentially what happened is in this village, in this town, there was all of a sudden high rates of stillbirths and miscarriages and um, you know uh, bir- 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 unhealthy birthing statistics okay and they're like what changed nothing changed the water didn't change the food didn't change you know like what changed yeah. and what they what they finally tracked down that had changed was that the town area had gotten a bunch of money and one of the things they'd used it for is people had gotten washing machines and running water inside of their house like that's one of the things that happened instead of The women used to gather by the river and wash their clothes or in the town, whatever that thing is called, where you'd wash clothes.
0: (laughs) town square or whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So instead of gathering and doing laundry together, they're all now in their own houses doing their laundry in their own washing machines and then hanging the laundry by themselves in their backyard, you know. And they found that there was just massive amounts of depression and wow. um, low um, estrogen and uh, like all kinds of different statistics uh, that they measured hormonally and health wise that happened because the women were no longer gathering. Wow. And uh, and it's one of the things between men and women that I believe have has not found a balance, which is that women talk to bond primarily and mm. men talk to produce. So women try to talk to their male spouses and they are trying to work something out in their head by right. saying, I have this problem. I have this problem. I have this problem. And the, the poor man is like, what do you want from me? Yes, Agreed. <laughs> And when really what we're saying is, well, I just need to talk so that I can hear myself and, and experience yeah. being Okay. I just did that to my to my partner this morning where I was like, I need your I need your help. I want your advice on something. And the truth was that I had already figured out what I wanted. I had already figured the solution out. What I really wanted was his approval. Right. And so these things like of uh, of having a community and being able to speak and being able to communicate and being heard are so important for women's health. And for men, it is being able to produce and being able to 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 have something they can make happen. And I think to with all able I... to
0: show your worth is a thing yeah. as a man. I know that Absolutely. people yeah. tell me all the time how worthy they are. I'm like, okay, well that's cool. Let me see it, you know, because that's what they all ask for me. And yeah. and so to be able to demonstrate this thing that you did or created or Accomplished or got whatever by whatever means didn't really matter. And the whole process of it, me as a man, I generally work all that out inside, you know, and I don't really care what anybody thinks. I mean, I do, I really do, but it doesn't matter enough for me to go out and spend all this time and resources to do it. However, that's how I'm wired, and I'm not able to do so many things that women do so well, probably as a result of that.
1: Well there's definitely you know it's a it's a balance right
0: Absolutely balance. Well
1: listen we're about out of time so first of all I want to
0: thank you for joining us and second of all um, how does anybody get involved with your boot camp
1: Well my website is cswbusinesscoaching.com and there's a link on there that says boot camp click on the link Also all of the people who are interested in the boot camp I do a free strategy session um oh, nice. and this could be on your brought your project your business what whatever it is you're dealing with okay. um and that's a way to really have people get to know me and also i get to find out what is what's the best way i could serve them which may be the bootcamp. um so it's that and they can always call me directly anyone who's listening to this
0: fantastic
1: <clears throat> yeah we oh, can put you. the links and my cell phone number in the links
0: yeah, we'll put that in your profile. That'll all be there. And we'll put that also into the the caption that is this podcast. All right, Rose. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And I'm looking forward to uh, doing this again sooner than later. Rose Chastain, folks, thank you for joining us on the Healthy
1: Living Podcast brought to you by Willow Creek Springs.